This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. And we are back on Line Dance Podcast on Move Radio with Christopher Gonzalez and Megan Barsulia. We are going to wrap today with another article. This one is entitled Five Fun Ways to Keep Your Inner Child Alive. And this is found on thedreamcatch.com. Celine Chinois, The Dreamcatcher. Live your dream life. Make a difference. Feel free to get comfy because the intro is on the longer side. Have yourself a cup of tea as I soothe you with the sounds of reading. That's the trouble with the real world. That's the real trouble with the world. Too many people grow up. Walt Disney. Many of us, including myself, consider our childhood to be the golden period of our life. Why? Because of the boundless possibilities to have fun. The feeling of having all the time in the world. The absence of responsibilities and expectations. A non-existent to-do list. And best of all, eating as many treats as we would like without worrying about what the scales would say the next day. The only thing I had to worry about was school. But once I was done with homework, I spent my hours solving mysteries and fighting bad guys on my Sega Genesis gaming console. I had spontaneous playtime with my neighbors. I tuned in every day at 4pm to watch my favorite cartoons, Scooby-Doo and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ah yes, that was the life. As an adult, I truly missed the carefreeness and the freedom that came from the innocence of not knowing the crazy ways of the world. I often wished that I could totally regain a childlike consciousness defined by purity, naivete, and idealism. I dreamed of going back to the times when unicorns, Santa, and the Tooth Fairy were real, and grown-up talk didn't make any sense to me. It wasn't long before the reality dawned upon me that my childhood is a bygone era. I had to accept that it'll never come back in the way that I wished it could. I realized that if I resented my reality as an adult, I would limit my growth and evolution as a person. Yet a big part of me truly believes that being a mature and responsible individual and having a childlike outlook on the world are not mutually exclusive. Yes, our passport and mirrors will unfailingly remind us that we're no longer a kid, but they cannot deny the truth that we've all got our inner kid alive deep within us. Even if you're one of those people who had to grow up quickly because of challenging life circumstances, I can assure you that your inner child still lives in you, but it's probably dormant and patiently waiting to be summoned by you. While you and I may not be able to fully recapture our childhoods, we can still experience shades of it in our life. My family and friends are often bemused by my continuing love for my childhood interests, such as arcade games, theme parks, and cartoons, which still give me laughing fits. No matter what people say, I'm resolute in my attempts to keep my inner child alive and slow down growing up too fast. I don't think any of us should be embarrassed by occasionally indulging in being childlike because, let's face it, being an adult is hard work. We've got people to support, bills to pay, bosses to please, chores to take care of. Adulthood is stressful, busy, and can possibly feel boring and predictable. Sometimes you just need a break from it all. And what better way to do that than channeling your inner child? I'm definitely not advocating childish behavior or foregoing our responsibilities and unaccountability for our choices, adulthood gives us the inner fortitude to handle the challenges life throws at us and helps us to get along as adults in society. 
all I'm suggesting is that we stop taking ourselves so seriously. After all, life is a temporary affair for us all, so why not try to celebrate it with some lightheartedness? Unfortunately, not everyone sees the benefits of being a kid again, and they regard being childlike with contempt because they associate it with negative traits such as immaturity, poutiness, irresponsibility, and egocentrism. They usually say things like, Grow up. Don't be such a baby. You're so childish in your thinking. Let's be practical about this matter. Well-intentioned parents, teachers, and society in general raise us and educate us to become responsible, grown-up adults, but they unwittingly squeeze out all those wonderful childhood attributes such as playfulness, trust, curiosity, wonder, and an openness to the world. All this external mental conditioning has created a zombie-like culture that gets bogged down because they're deprived of fun and frivolity. But all is not lost. The good news is that you can break out of this somber mold and become a spirited being again. All it takes is a desire to play and have a good time. You can choose to make fun a priority and carve out some time for it in your life, no matter how busy and demanding your life gets. Remember that your inner child is always willing and ready to come out and play. You'll find that engaging your inner child is a transformational process if you can cherry-pick the positive attributes of a childlike consciousness, such as joy, creative thinking, and wonder. It's also therapeutic because it spiritually opens your heart space and significantly reduces your stress levels. Don't believe it's possible for you? Think of someone that you know who seems to embody these childlike qualities, like an aunt or any uncle, a friend, or, or someone famous like Will Smith or Ellen DeGeneres. No matter how old these folks get, they always radiate youth. Look at Betty White. She's well into her 90s, and she still has that sparkle in her eye. Here are five fun ways to awaken the Peter Pan within you. Number one, creative pursuits and hobbies. Children thrive on creativity and find immense joy in expressing themselves. They just grab those crayons, paintbrushes, or Play-Doh and let their artistry unleash. Without the worries of being judged, they have easy access to a world of make-believe where they can tap into their imagination. We can do the same when we engage in creative hobbies that we love, whether it's drawing, singing, building something, cooking, dancing, writing, or playing an instrument. When you follow your instincts and create whatever comes from your heart, you source your creativity from infinite potential. So create whatever pleases you, like children do, and expose yourself to other creative marvels. Watch artsy movies or Broadway shows. Try out new cuisines, visit museums, etc. I like all of those. <laughs> Same. Um, I, one of the few things I do understand is that dancers are very creative. Um, and generally they like, they have other hobby interests that have that creativity aspect to them. Like Guyton does woodworking and puppetry. Exactly. Um, I love the idea of crafting things with my own hands. Um, like I make hair accessories and um, I occasionally have like a small sewing project or something like that. Brenda does what third grade teaching, something like that. That's got to involve lots of creativity. Right. Um, and I love puzzles and I love drawing and I love coloring. And so it's like, um, I know one of the few things I did when I was working with the youth at our house, um, when they would have really, really stressful times or whatever, I would just pull out one of the coloring books and I'd start coloring. And before I know it, you know, there, I had six or seven 17 year old boys at the table coloring with me, you know, and it's like, they got all excited to color. They're like, when do, can we color again? Can we color again? So it's like, it's one of those, 
nice outlets to have fun and just really, really enjoy. Um, you know, I mean, I know the idea of like choreographing can get really, really troublesome. It can be really, really stressful, but I also know that it can be really interesting. Um, if you just kind of like let the weird movements flow, um, and not really judge yourself on them and just be like, you know, that's what my body apparently wanted to do at that exact moment. Um, I know that, you know, having those extra hobbies, I mean, what John has, you know, Super J Mart, so he does all of the, well, I can't say all because some of it he does order, but like he makes most of his earrings um, and his necklaces and stuff like that. And so shirts. Like, yeah, he's like sh- hand printing those. Yeah, the shirts. He's he's talked about um, other pro- upcoming projects that he's planning on getting into um, and having those creative outlets certainly help um, keep yourself positive and rejuvenated and in that, um, you know, youthful mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely can help knock you out of whatever your rut is when you are um, trying to choreograph something and you you just don't feel inspired by anything. You feel like you've just done the same steps over and over. You can see something like butterflies, just whatever. You know, something that that is pretty, something that's just aesthetically enjoyable for you, like if they say, you know, Broadway shows or artsy movies. And even if it's not directly related to dance, it can make you think, what is it like to fly? Um, how would that look on the dance floor? Um, what would this look like if I did it in an alleyway in the 1960s or something like you know, West Side Story versus what would this look like um, in the middle of a hoedown in Oklahoma. You, know? uh, you never know what kind of creative brain stretches will get you back to the drawing board and figuring out how to solve your dance problem. And also it just makes you happy. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Number two, treat yourself to nostalgia. Have you ever listened to a song on the radio that instantly took you back to a certain phase in your life? You can experience these pleasurable sensations of nostalgia by creating opportunities to remember or relive the things that you loved as a child. These days, we have access to pretty much any image, video, and content on the internet, so whether your childhood was during the 1940s or the 2000s, you'll always have access to your memories. Besides searching the net for your childhood relics, you could also engage in certain activities to trigger nostalgic sentiments, such as eating your favorite cookies, watching a Disney classic, visiting a park, building sandcastles, playing at an arcade, or coloring a book unapologetically partake in whatever amuses you and gives you joy. As uh, our friend Leah discovered yesterday, I have a shelf in my bedroom that has all of my Disney Blu-rays on them. It also holds four of my Disney tiaras. Um, One of my favorite things to do when I go to Disneyland is to dress up and I wear either the Mickey Mouse ears or I wear one of the tiaras or I wear a Disney-themed bow, um, and it really helps me just totally let go of that, I'm supposed to be an adult, I'm supposed to be professional, I'm supposed to hold myself to such a standard, and really just embrace the joy, and one of my favorite things to do, and I used to try and explain it to someone who just couldn't see it, was when you're in Disneyland, just look at one kid 
when they meet a character. And just the amazement and the magic that's in their eyes is just contagious if you let it. Um, And it's one of those things that I never wanted to lose as an adult. I wanted to still be in wonder of the world and think things are possible and you know like so I like the idea of what if Peter Pan was real and had pixie dust could I fly kind of thing um what would it be like to swim under the sea with Ariel or something fun and goofy like that that allows me to really indulge in that childhood imagination that I know I once had um now that I'm older it's almost more empowering to give myself permission to still go there. Um, I love making cookies with my mom during Christmas. It's a tradition that I just absolutely love, and it's it's one of those things where um, it reminds me of so many different childhood things um, that gives me that nostalgia. I'm huge for cartoons that I grew up with. I have so many cartoons that I own on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, and again, like I said, you know, I already admitted to liking coloring. So, I mean, I'm, I'm huge with nostalgia. Um, I mean, one of my favorite video games is Kingdom Hearts because it's Disney. So, you know, I love being able to play that. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's so much. I feel like most of how I live is, if you go back far enough, um, pretty much what I was doing when I was like three. So, um... Yeah, I think, actually, if you go on my Facebook, I have a profile photo of me in a cowboy hat uh, with a ukulele that I was treating like a guitar in front of a stand-up plastic microphone. And I was probably singing Pretty Woman because I was really into it at that time. Uh, But anyway, my parents enrolled me in dance. It was like tap, jazz, you usually dance academy type stuff. Uh, When I was three, and I think I was in it until the studio closed when I was, I don't know, nine or ten, maybe. Uh... So I was dancing back then. And then later on I got into like comics and superheroes and things like that. I um, I don't really read comics the way that I did before. I had like thousands of dollars of graphic novels in trade paperback format. And I don't really read those anymore. So um, so I, I, I guess I've lost, lost that aspect. I don't really play with Lego stuff anymore. And I was really into that. I don't play with action figures anymore. And I was really into that. But... I do go on YouTube and watch clips of Batman the Animated Series, and I love my superhero movies, like you know the whole Marvel Universe, and then Wonder Woman was great. Um, also, um, so yeah, I was dancing back then, I was singing back then, I'm dancing now, and I'm singing now, and I'm actually, when possible, getting paid for either of those when I'm singing or teaching dance. So yeah, in that way, nostalgia has kind of paid off. Yes. That's true. Um, I was going to comment that technically, pretty recently, like within, I'm saying like a few months back, we did revisit your comic collection at Sonoma State University that you donated. That's true. I donated to them under the condition that they never give away or sell that collection to any other library or ever put on like a book sale or something like that where um, where the stuff ends up. like. It's been the, everything's been there for almost ten years now, and as far as I know, the entire collection is still intact. <laughs> Number three, laughter, music, and dance. Vulnerability expert Brene Brown once said, 
When we value being cool and in control over granting ourselves the freedom to unleash the passionate, goofy, heartfelt, and soulful expressions of who we are, we betray ourselves. Kids have no problem showing that side of themselves. As we grow older, we lose our spontaneity and our ability to have a good time because we're so worried about what people might think. I believe that we can regain our spontaneity by enjoying three universal pleasures of life. Laughter, music, and dance. We can easily experience all of these fun things as an adult when we get out of our comfort zone and make time for activities such as watching comedy shows, hanging out with a witty friend, attending concerts, or taking a dance class. Well, the dance is self-evident at this point, mm -hmm. considering we are on Move Radio talking on Line Dance Podcast. Mm -hmm. So that pretty much covers it. Um, I'm hanging out with my witty friend. <laughs> um, as for music, it's music is crucial. It's such a, a way of celebrating life, um, and obviously, it, it it increases the difficulty of dancing without music. But as long as you can hear the music in your head, you're good. Mm -hmm. um, I love comedy shows. I've mm -hmm. gone to a couple now, and um, actually, one of the few th places I was actually hoping to take you. Um, I can't remember the club in San Francisco that it's called, but it's a dueling piano night. Hmm. Um, and some of it is just regular songs, but some of it is more of a comedy skit kind of thing. And I think that would have been... I, I went one time um, with my cousin and a couple of our friends, and it was an absolute blast. And I, I'm sad that I haven't made it back out since then, but I have every intention of doing it just because it was... You know, friendly environment. The, there was music. There was comedy going, and it was just it was it was absolutely enjoyable. Some of my favorite comedians to watch clips of online are um, less recently, but uh, Louis C.K. and Mitch Hedberg. I've watched a lot of their clips, and just yesterday, in fact, I watched large chunks because that's what always happens for some reason with Bo Burnham. Um, I watched large chunks of his What special and his um, Make Happy special. And of course what happens with that is I'll go on Reddit and somebody will make some reference to one of his shows. So I'll go back and I'll re-watch that segment and then I'll just keep watching. Or I'll go further before that clip and watch what led up to it. He's just one of my favorites. So I highly recommend him. He does uh, music and weaves the comedy in throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Number four, schedule playtime with children. When you immerse yourself in an environment with children, you'll notice that you take on a more bouncy and playful persona. When I'm with my two-year-old nephew, I come down to his level of understanding when we play by conversing with him in baby talk, chasing him around the house while pretending I'm a T-Rex, and participating in his imaginary duels between his Batman and Spider-Man action figures. And there isn't a moment that I feel ridiculous doing all of this. In fact, I love it. If you don't have little kids of your own, cousins, nieces, or nephews, I encourage you to seek opportunities to be in the presence of children. Perhaps you can volunteer at a nursery, school, or orphanage, or babysit, teach, or tutor children. You'll find that when you're immersed in children's effervescent energy and you're part of their world, your goofy and playful side will naturally come out. Um, one of the things that comes immediately to mind of this, since it's so recent, is fun in the sun. Yes. Uh, amazing amazing brilliant idea of it being in the summertime why not have kids classes um this way more families can attend the kids can attend we 
teach them line dancing at a young age. So then at least there's, you know, a future there. Um, but oh my gosh, the energy level that they brought to that dance floor, it was so cool. I'm, I remember being disappointed when they all left to go to bed. It's like, no, bring them back. <laughs> um, they just, they were fearless. They were celebrating life. They were just so happy to be there and be a part of something. Um, we must have probably sat down at the fan with them for, what, at least an hour, if not more, in between dances. Um, the fan being the giant industrial fan that kept us all cool. Yes. Um, and just talked to them and got to know them and, you know, like, hung out with them just because I was, I was like, yes, I love your energy. I just want to be around the energy. Um and it was really cool to be able to experience that because I've never, I've never had that option at a line dance event yet. And um, I'm very much looking forward to doing that again. Um, it was just, it's contagious. And because the last thing you want to do is like squash some kid's like imagination or dream about being some huge star or even a superhero or something like that so you just totally want to play with it um and I absolutely loved it like I I again look forward to being able to go to fun in the sun again most specifically for the kids classes well said and there goes the microphone number five go off on adventures remember going on treasure hunts as a kid Indeed, almost every outing felt like an adventurous quest of discovery. We can break the monotony of our routines by bringing back that enthusiasm for adventures. While it would be great to travel to exotic destinations, such as Paris or Bali, we can create miniature adventures in our own backyards. Get clear on what your idea of an adventure is by trying out the things that pique your curiosity. Maybe you can check out an old theater showing classic movies, attend a wine tasting night, go vintage shopping in an artsy district, or visit an observatory. The possibilities are endless, but what's important is that you let your wanderlust guide you and avoid having any judgments about what might show up in your expeditions and adventures. There's a little closing paragraph here. No matter how our looks change on the outside, our spirit will never age. When we believe that we're spiritual beings having a human experience, we can embrace our agelessness and embody a youthful demeanor. This youthful energy is available to us in abundance if we believe in its magic and splendor. All my best on your journey, Celine. Yay, adventures. Um, I, I, I can't recall exact context because it's happened so many times, but I know that um, with you, we'll be doing something and we'll both kind of look at each other and be like, well, worst case scenario, it's an adventure. <laughs> um, and that's helped to keep things light. That's helped to keep things interesting. Um, I love going on hikes and exploring new areas uh, for the sheer fact of like, you know, I can't tell you when the last time I went here was, or um, you get to see things in a whole new way that maybe originally, you know, you would have overlooked. Um, one of the few things that I like doing is going places that I did as a kid um, and seeing them as an adult. And seeing if I can still find that same wonder and like, oh, I remember this and having that nostalgic moment, but also having the I'm re-exploring territory um, with new eyes. Um, 
Fantastic. Paris, obviously, Bali, amazing. Um, one of the few things that we're very fortunate about is we have wine dancing there. Mm -hmm. um, so we can definitely do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I know uh, just over the last year, you've introduced me into wine tasting, which for those of you who don't understand the context, we live in wine country. Sonoma County. And it's taken me over 30 years. <laughs> but I finally have discovered the pleasures of wine tasting, um, which I wouldn't have tried otherwise. So it helps having a, a partner on your wild adventures too. All right. Well, this article was from the Dreamcatcher, which can be found at thedreamcatch.com, written by Celine Chenoy. This has been Line Dance Podcast on Move Radio with Christopher Gonzalez and Megan Barsulia. Uh, we highly encourage you to check out the other great shows on Move Radio. Everybody's got a different flavor, uh, different selection of music, and occasionally maybe you'll catch an interview or two. Some people have even been broadcasting from abroad and not their usual um, location of choice. So uh, please check us out on moveradio.com, move-radio.com. And of course, you can catch all the back episodes of Line Dance Podcast on linedancepodcast.com. Until next time, Megan and I will see, see you on, on the, the dance, dance floor. floor.